Before I started my speaking business, I had a career as a high school teacher. And I'm an Orthodox rabbi, so I taught in a Jewish school. But we thought that we might entice some of the people who wanted more serious Jewish studies by creating uh, different tracks. And I had a friend in town. He was expressing his concern that he didn't have anything that he was quite happy with. As it turned out, one of my rabbis was coming into town to visit. I said, well, you know, he might be someone that we could bring in to start the second track. And he said, let's organize a meeting of people who might be interested in this type of thing. We organized this meeting in my house, my rabbi, my friend. We have the same vision, I thought. Oh. And that's, that's when it happened. The Breakthrough Moments Podcast, equipping you with powerful lessons for professional success and personal freedom. Mistakes. Everyone makes them. The question is, will you let them limit your potential or make them a breakthrough moment? We learn from experience, perseverance, and the wisdom of others. Get ready to hear from influential leaders as they share their own breakthrough moments. Here's your host, the Mindset Catalyst, Jeff Kozatek. My guest is Rabbi Yanison Goldson, Director of Ethical Imperatives, LLC. He works with leaders to create a culture of ethics that builds trust, sparks initiative, and drives productivity. Get ready to hear from TEDx speaker, community rabbi, podcast host, repentant hitchhiker, world traveler, retired high school teacher, and author of the book, Grappling with the Gray, an ethical handbook for personal success and business prosperity. In the course of our conversation, the proposal which we gathered there to discuss was to have a track within a school. But at some point, this friend of mine, this partner, this ally, steered things in a different direction. Maybe what we'd really be better doing is just starting a completely new institution. I was really blindsided. Wasn't expecting this at all. Yeah. And I got very agitated. Understandably so. And my wife who was there got even more agitated. She actually walked out of our house. <laughs> <laughs> Where's she gonna go? Exactly. <laughs> wow. But this is this is the way the conversation, the discussion evolved from that point on. And at one point, I did speak up, but I wasn't able to formulate what I should have said. What subsequently I realized I could have said that might have made a difference. What I should have said was, "We have a plan. It's in our grasp." It would probably cost about $250,000 to set this in motion. What you're suggesting would take 10 times that budget. It doesn't have the kind of support. It's starting from scratch and it will come to nothing. So when we walk out of this meeting, either we can have a plan that's actionable, that's doable, that's practical, that's in our grasp, or we can have a dream that will vanish, disappear, and come to not. That's what I should have said. Mm. But I wasn't able to formulate that in the moment. And so my remarks were much more diffused, much less focused, emotional, but not really on the mark. And it sounds like because you were blindsided. You, you well, yeah. Yeah. Take it. Wow. And, you know, so that's my excuse. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if but, we're just being real about the, the situation, you yeah. know, you, you bring a guy, you invite him into your home and you think you're on the same page, everybody's there, you're you're you like you said, you have a plan, you're moving forward, and then the rug is pulled out from underneath you and he's going over here, and as you're reeling from that, you need to you need to to, to speak into that. But in the moment you said that instead of speaking into the situation, you remained silent or or said some other things that were not as 
not as uh, potentially as powerful or as impactful. So by not speaking that, what happened? The meeting ended with this plan to start a new institution and absolutely nothing came of it. Oh. And subsequently, a different institution started a few years later on the more religious side and inevitably a new institution started on the less religious side. And we suffered from being too far to the middle wow. and uh, eventually the school closed, much to the detriment of many, many young people who would have benefited. Get a handle on stress in the Work-Life Balancing Act. Jeff Kozatek, the Mindset Catalyst, empowers top performers to achieve more professional success and personal freedom. He will equip you with tools and the mindset to self-assess and course correct through life's challenges. Jeff offers individual coaching for business owners as well as organizations who want to improve their communication and productivity culture. Imagine the future, discover the possibilities, take bold action, coreauthenticity.com. The lesson I think comes in three parts. One is one of the, one of the catchphrases we have today is agility. You know, nobody saw COVID coming. <laughs> no. But part of that comes with preparation. If, when you, if you're a general, if you're planning an attack, you don't just plan what you're going to do. You try to anticipate everything that could possibly happen, every contingency plan, every possible counterattack, counteroffensive, by anticipating all the potential circumstances, scenarios, now you're better prepared right. when you actually go into battle. You know, I, I have a recent book called Grappling with the Gray, which is all about ethical scenarios, because the more we study them, the more we prepare ourselves when we find ourselves in ethical dilemmas. So yeah. part one is, is this anticipation, planning, preparing. Part two is recognizing that nobody is good at everything. I'm a, I'm a thinker. I'm a ponderer. I'm a philosopher. I'm a teacher. I'm not an executor. So this is something that I struggle with. And I know that if something unexpected comes up, it's going to be challenging for me to respond in the moment. So one thing I can do is, well, we already said, prepare. Another is know your weaknesses. Try to try to strengthen yourself in those areas. You know, we say play to your strengths, but don't neglect your weaknesses either. But then the third element right. is that when I'm really not strong in one area, that's when I make partnerships. And of course, as we see from this story, you've got to find the right partners. You have to make sure the people you trust, you might have to make sure you're on the same page. But for instance, right now, I've started a, a community with, uh, with a fellow it's called the, the Kotel Business Community. It's for people who want to integrate ethical values into their professional lives. And my yeah. partner is a guy who is a wonderful salesman. He's just a phenomenal salesman. And he's attracting people to join this. You know, if I were if I were doing what trying to do what he's doing, I, there'd be two of us. He's got <laughs> over 30 people to join in just a couple of months. We just started it. Wow. And I am the teacher. I'm the thinker. I'm giving seminars weekly on... on grappling with, eth with ethical values. So we're a good team because we're good at different things. He makes up for my deficiencies, I make it for his deficiencies, and together, right? So that sense of partnership right. is, is the real key to success. Find the partners who are, they, they fill in the gaps, you complement each other, and also make sure you're on the same page. It reminds me of Steve Wozniak and Steve Jobs. They both have their own set of skills and, and, and work well together. And then when you were talking about plan and prepare, the only thing I could think of was Michael Phelps. I don't remember exactly where I read this, but I had heard that 
he spent all of this time preparing in the water for all the different things that could go wrong, right? This might happen, that might happen. He's going through it mentally. How am I going to handle this? How am I going to handle that? So that when he's swimming in the Olympics and his goggles pop off and, and, and are flooded with water and he can't see, he's not tripped up by the unexpected because he's taken the time to, as you say, plan and prepare so that when it happened, he was able to continue to swim and, and win a medal. I think it was Mike Tyson who said, uh, everybody has a plan when he goes into the ring until he gets hit. Right, right. right. Or so, his ear bitten off. Right. So, so the question is, okay, now that my plan is no longer helping me, mm-hmm. what's plan B? What's plan C? What's plan D? You know, how do I respond when things go wrong, yeah. when things go the way I don't expect them to. And that can make all the difference. So if the lesson is plan and prepare and to build partnerships to succeed, how have you applied that to your life or, or to your business moving forward? Like well, what are some just practical mentioned. action steps that, that I could use? One, one I just mentioned, this this community that I'm part of uh, founding, right, is to you know, to keep an eye out. I mean, I, I've, got, I've got that. I've got another enterprise I just started, which is my own podcast. And um, and I have a co-host who is a um, licensed psychi- a psychologist. Yeah. So we call it the rabbi and the shrink. And we're talking about everyday ethics. We are approaching ethical questions and topics from her point as a clinician. She's the executor. She deals with all of the mechanics of the podcast and keeps sure. the show running. And I'm coming from a more philosophical, theological moralistic point of view. And I fill in uh, some of these uh, deeper ideas. And we're a great team. And both of these people approached me and asked me if I would like to. So uh, one of the things that I've trained myself to do in in recent years uh, against my my natural inclination is whenever Mm -hmm. anybody asks me a question, I say yes, and then think about it. (laughs) Because I don't want to miss out on opportunities because I'm too slow to respond. Yeah. And looking for those kinds of partnerships and really cultivating them, fostering them, cherishing them, and making sure I'm doing my part to hold up my end, right? that I guess is the practical application of, of what well, we've been talking well about. Well, then I got to bring you back to, to the initial mistake. If the lesson is to, to make sure we, we plan and prepare and to make sure that our, that our partnerships are, are in alignment with each other, and you're not blindsided by something. And then you added to that that you know you have this philosophy of saying yes to everything and then think about it later. Like how do you marry those two? Is it that these people that came to you and and asked you to do these things before you partnered with them, did you take time to to vet them? Did you take time to to plan and and prepare before actually executing? Well, I think it's all of those, but where did I just hear this? Gosh, somebody famous said <laughs> <laughs> when you have an idea, what do many of us do? Well, we start mapping it out and we start designing and we want it, we want it to be absolutely perfect. Yeah. And so we invest a tremendous amount of time and energy and sometimes money and we get it to be just exactly what it's supposed to be. And then we discover there's not a, there's not a market for it. There's not an interest in it or it needs some major redesign. So I wish I could remember who said this, but he, his whole line is, as soon as you've got an idea, do something about it. Try it. See if it works. If it works, go with it. Take it to the next step. So what you're asking me, you know, these P, these individuals who approach me, I said, well, let's try it out. Let's make a couple of podcasts. Just us. See what happens. See how it works. Right. And we get to know each other better. We discover if we work well together, if we're aligned, if we have the same vision. And over the course of time, I mean, 
This is how you get into a relationship. You don't just see somebody attractive and say, let's get married. <laughs> right, right. Let's get to know each other. Let's see how the chemistry works. Well, as I'm, as I'm listening to you, it, it seems like the mistake was not taking action. The lesson here is to act, to do. And the way that you do that is by taking the time to plan, to pre prepare, to partner, and then to adjust and course correct along the way because no idea is perfect. And so in doing that, you refine the process and ultimately the product uh, is better and, and you are uh, engaging the community and, and being on purpose. I wish I'd said that. Yeah. You, you did. <laughs> so my website is my name, yonasongoldson.com, Y-O-N-A-S-O-N-G-O-L-D-S-O-N. And encourage people to look me up there. But I'm very active on LinkedIn. Always happy to people, have people reach out, connect, keep the conversation going. Um, I have articles, videos, links to my books and podcasts. Uh, my new podcast is called The Rabbi and the Shrink, and you can find a landing page for it on the website as well. And my latest book is Grappling with Gray, which is all about uh, dealing with gray issues and gray matter, because uh, the more we think about the complexities of how to see different issues from both sides, the better equipped we will be when we have to encounter those kinds of difficult decisions. And Jewish history is full of incidents where the sages tell us that great people made very small miscalculations that led to profoundly tragic results or to the failure to realize tremendous potential. And just in the context of our conversation, some of those mistakes were people who acted too boldly, and some of those mistakes were people who didn't act boldly enough. So I like to say there's no app for ethics. There's no app for leadership either. There's no rule of thumb that is going to serve us in every situation. And the best we can do is the best we can do. Sometimes you have to make a decision in the moment. It would be nice if I had time to go home and reflect on this, but I don't. So the preparation that I can put into it is going to help me, but isn't gonna do the job for me. I still have to make a decision. That's just life. We're going to make mistakes, but if we learn from them, if we don't repeat them again and again and again, because we've taken those lessons, we've made ourselves stronger. That is really what leads to success. It's not leading a life with no mistakes. It's leading a life where we transform or transmute the mistakes into lessons that make us more successful. They say a failure to plan is a plan to fail. We can't foresee every situation, but we can take steps to plan and prepare for how we show up in any situation. We all have strengths and weaknesses. We may not be able to eliminate our weaknesses, but we can actively work to mitigate their impact. I love what Yannison said about needing to create systems that would allow him to stay engaged rather than shut down. He suggested that we plan, prepare, and partner with others for success. And I couldn't agree more. It reminds me of the four chapters from my book, Engage, Equip, Empower, and Encourage. When we take an honest assessment of what's going on, our strengths and weaknesses, and our available resources, we engage. When we acquire and refine our toolkit and build a supportive team, we are equipping ourselves. When we give ourselves the opportunity to lead, succeed, or fail without judgment, to take those small steps in a new direction, we empower. And when we remember past victories, we remember who we are, what we value, and why we're here, and that we're more than our mistakes, we encourage. 
When we do all four, we will have created the systems necessary for success in any situation we face. Make sure to request your free copy of Rabbi Yannison Goldson's free ebook, The Seven Ethical Habits That Drive Successful Leadership. Until next time, I'm Jeff Kozatek, the Mindset Catalyst. Be bold, be core authentic. The Breakthrough Moments Podcast is a presentation of core authenticity, providing powerful lessons in bite-sized episodes. For more information about Jeff's coaching, keynotes, books, or to hear additional podcast episodes, visit coreauthenticity.com. Schedule a conversation with Jeff today. Make the next moment your breakthrough. Breakthrough.